We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Start for the win. It's good. Krzyzewski takes flight as SGA plays through the contact, banks it in on the foul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the uncontested post-game podcast edition. I'm your host for tonight, Justin, as the Thunder take down the Adelaide 36ers 131-98 to in the first preseason game inside Paycom Arena, Paycom Center. Wow, it's been a minute. We're still getting the kinks out. Before we dive in, I want to let you know that we are proudly part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and DailyThunder.com. If you don't already, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star rating. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok for all your Thunder content needs. We also have hats, we have shirts, lots of ways to show your Thunder fandom and support the pod. We appreciate all of y'all. From America and beyond, we know tonight was a special one. Uh, we have a, a good chunk of listeners that come to us from Australia and New Zealand. So I think that that's pretty fun. Um, it's fun for, for Thunder fans across the globe, especially fun for Josh Giddy getting to play against his old team in the Adelaide 36ers of the NBL. Uh, a, a really cool opportunity. He, he spoke about it a little bit after the game um, about how he used to always stay up and watch the NBA NBL games as a kid. So getting that opportunity to be a part of it on this side of things is, is pretty awesome. Uh, I, I think they mentioned on the broadcast too, that they were um, using that thunder broadcast in Australia as well. So super awesome. I think a really cool opportunity, um, especially for, for Josh Giddy and thunder fans and fans of Josh Giddy and, and all those kind of uh, overlapping segments in the Venn diagram of thunder fandom. I think super, super cool. And Adelaide, like no slouch, they beat the Suns. Maybe looking back, that says more about the Suns than it does the 36ers. But regardless, the Thunder could not come into this one without uh, some focus. What they did come into this one without, however, is a lot of players. SGA, obviously. Chet, obviously. Dort with a concussion. 
Then we learn that J-Dub has strep throat. Jang missed with a knee injury. And then obviously Muskie with an ankle as well. That's a lot of guys that got DMPs for Oklahoma City tonight. Uh, a lot of deep rotation cuts. But still, this team cruised the entire game coast to coast in control. Unlike what we saw in Phoenix, never in doubt. So as we dive in, I want to give you my five big takeaways before we break this thing down. The first one, Darius Baisley gets the start tonight. After two games of Poku, we got to see some Bays in the starting lineup. Second, Trey Mann is a bucket. If you didn't watch this game, I highly advise that you go find Trey Mann highlights immediately. Point number three, big takeaway, Poku Nection, which I'm trademarking on the spot. Poku the connector, the Poku connection, the Poku Nection was in display uh, once again tonight. Number four, is Nwaba going to stick? Is is David Nwaba the one from the, from the Rockets trade that might actually hang around? And then fifth and finally, we got an extended look at J-Will tonight for the first time. So we'll give our, our Will, I, me, it's just me. I'll give my thoughts on that as we go forward. As for the game, like I mentioned, Oklahoma City came out swinging and really kind of never looked back. Um, it was not close from the get-go. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City scored 35 points in the first quarter, 38 in the second, and 35 in the third. This team was on fire all night long. They shoot 52% from the field, 42 of 80. They shoot 50% from three, 20 of 40. Uh, couldn't miss. Couldn't miss across the board. Everybody, even uh, Omarui, was was getting buckets tonight. That tells you all you need to know about how this game went. The Thunder were firmly in control. Adelaide couldn't couldn't buy a bucket to start the game. Their their numbers came up a little bit, but even still, thirty eight percent shooting for Adelaide, thirty one percent from behind the arc. A far cry from what they did in Phoenix. Um, Giddy was asked about that as well by Nick Gallo post game, and Giddy said, "You know, we want to be a team that hangs our hat." on the defensive end of the floor. We want to take pride in that, especially a team with, um, how did he word it? With not as much experience, you have to be really diligent about the little things. And I think the Thunder did that. Granted, preseason game in a mostly empty Paycom Center, but still, you love to see it. It could be worse. Just ask Phoenix fans. So let's dive in. Uh, five takeaways, like I mentioned. Number one, Darius Baisley gets the start. I was surprised. I I really was. Uh, about a week ago, Jacob on on this here podcast mentioned that he thought Poku could be a real contender to start, and I wouldn't buy it. But two games into this preseason, Poku had gotten both starts and honestly, like looked really good. Meanwhile, Darius Baisley, not so much. We've talked a little bit about how uh, this is a big year for Bays and for Poku, and. So far, in two preseason games, Poku looked like he was really taking advantage of it. Baisley, not so much. It, it it was not good basketball for Baisley. Getting the start tonight is interesting. Interesting that they gave him that opportunity. He started alongside JRE, Trey Mann, Aaron Wiggins, and Josh Giddy. Obviously, maybe the DNPs had something to do with that a little bit. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to shake things up. It's the preseason. Try new things out. I think that's probably a fair assumption as well. Regardless, though, 
probably the best game of the preseason for Darius Baisley, though I would argue still not an incredible game from him. 23 minutes tonight for Bays. He gets 12 points off four of 10 shooting, six boards, three assists, uh, and three blocks. A solid kind of well-rounded stat line. He had some plays where it felt like he was actually trying to make a play instead of just kind of stopping the ball and doing whatever Bayes wanted to do, which is more of what we saw in the first two games. I liked seeing his emphasis on that side of things. Uh, right from the get-go, he got the ball and drove hard to the basket and had what would have been a wide-open dunk, except he got smacked in the face. Um, I like seeing more decisiveness from him. I like seeing him make quicker decisions. I like seeing him make better decisions. I think he improved in all of those things tonight. Uh, Hustle on D in the chat says the three assists were the best part. He had some nice passes, setting guys up. You want to see more of that from Darius Baisley. Uh, uh, like I said, I think the best performance from him thus far in the preseason. I'm really curious to see against uh, Maccabee in their next game if if he gets the start again, if they go back to Poku. And really, as you look at the, the minutes breakdown, which is hard to do in this game because it was a lot of garbage time. But as you compare him to other guys that you think are going to get ro rotation minutes, um, you know, he, he was up there tonight. He, he was tied with Trey Mann, again, of guys that I would put in like that firm rotation minute uh, with 23 minutes. Obviously, some other guys like Omarui and Jay Will and Lindy Waters got a lot of minutes, but most of those came at the end of the game. They gave Baisley a shot. I think he's going to have to continue to capitalize on that shot as we go through the season, but tonight was encouraging. Um, I'm going to caveat all this like I do with all summer league and preseason basketball and that it's mostly meaningless. We watched Isaiah Roby look like an incompetent basketball player for all of preseason. Thought he was a sure lock to get cut. Like, absolutely, this guy's gone. Then he makes the roster and like actually had some decent contributions to the team. Um, so you can't read too much into it. But you'd rather see tonight, Baisley, versus the last two games, Baisley. It's going to be on him to continue that trend through the rest of preseason to really kind of earn a good spot in this rotation because I think as it, as it was trending before tonight, it definitely looked uh, like that was in jeopardy. Somebody whose spot is not in jeopardy at all in any way, shape, or form, Treshawn Mann. God bless America. If you didn't watch this game, you missed a show. Trey Mann came for blood, and Trey Mann did not miss. Uh, my goodness. Trey, Trey Mann was absolutely out of his mind tonight. 26 points of 9 of 11 shooting, including 8 of 10 from 3. Trigger Trey, a man in the chat says, 8 of 10 from 3. Now listen, I know Trey Mann's not 7 foot 4. And he's not the, the shiny prize in this upcoming draft lottery. But everybody on Twitter.com lost their mind about Victor Wimbenyama, Victor Wimbenyama getting seven threes against a G League team. I reserve the right to lose my mind about Trey Mann getting eight threes in a, in a preseason game against the Adelaide 36ers. All is fair in uh, exhibition basketball games. He looked so confident, so smooth. So decisive the ways he was hitting these threes. There was catch and shoots. There was pull-ups. There was step backs. All of the above. Fast break threes. He did it all in so many different ways and looked so smooth and confident doing it. 
uh tradey percent from three as gabble in the in the chat says incredible love a good pun just ridiculous stuff from trey man what gets me excited and i know he kind of had some you know obviously an increased load tonight with with a lot of the dmps but as i think about this team full strength in the rotation in the regular season trey man alongside josh giddy and sga opens up the floor so much for those guys it's going to look so much different if he can bring that consistently which is obviously the name of the game with the young player right but if he can do what he showed us tonight i'm not saying he's going to hit eight threes every night but if he can be that consistent deep threat which i think he can this team looks totally different totally different and i get really excited for shay and giddy to have somebody like that on the floor alongside of them because it's going to make things so much easier think about the running lanes to the basket shay is going to be able to have if you know trey man is over in the corner and if you step off him to try to stop shay trey man's going to hit a three on you if josh giddy's trying to find a passing lane to the basket and trey man's wide open on the outside that's going to open up things for cutters it's going to be awesome if he can command that defensive attention and if he plays like he did tonight he's going to command that defensive attention we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. So uh, all that to say, buy your Trey Man stock, buy your Trey Man shirts, shameless plug. 
we have a, a hand down man down shirt in the uh, cotton bureau uncontested shop so check that out um also shout out to the guy at the game tonight that was wearing the pokemon shirt and not just that wearing the pokemon shirt and had a matching pokemon shirt for his son incredible uh i geek out about that stuff super cool to see that um shout out to you speaking of poku let's talk about some poku nection um which is a phrase that i've made up and i'm going to uh run into the ground over the next nine months poku the connector no longer Poku the Freak Show or Poku the, the Highlight Reel for, for better or for worse. We're seeing a different Poku. And it's very, very exciting. Um, we've been talking about it all preseason. If you listen to Jacob's postgame pod, if you listen to Jacob and Taylor's postgame pod, we've talked a lot about what feels different about Poku. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna belabor it too much. But I think what we saw tonight, again, not starting like he did in the first two, but still just looking like a solid rotation guy for this team. He's using his freak frame and athleticism and like vision for passing lanes in intentional ways instead of just like, F it, I'm going to go ball, which is kind of what we saw from Boku in the past. Uh, he's doing it to to jumpstart plays. He's doing it to lead off a fast break. Um, you know, he had a sequence tonight where there was like a block and then a save, and then he went all the way down the court and did a finger roll, and that was kind of like uh, what we saw from Poku in the past, where it's just like he's just kind of doing everything. But then we got like extended minutes of point Poku, which is amazing. Um, literally they ran a, a lineup that was like Omarui and J will and, and Waba and Poku. And I forget who else was out there, but like in Waba handled the ball a little bit, but really it was Poku Poku bringing it up the court, Poku starting the playoff Poku making things happen. A seven foot tall point guard is not something that most teams in the NBA have. Do I think uh, we can talk about Poku in the same breath as somebody like a Victor Wimanyama? Absolutely not. But there's a role for a guy like that. There's a role for a seven-foot freak that can make stuff happen for a team to facilitate things. Like, that gives you advantages that most teams don't have. And if he can continue to find that niche on this team and the Thunder can continue to find ways to use it, that's exciting. That that's just fun basketball possibilities that Poku brings to the table. And I'm very excited to continue to see how that develops. The next point is in Waba going to stick. Um, David and is the only guy that has really been around this team. Unless I've missed it. Like, I don't even think any of the other guys have been like on the bench from that rockets trade. Four guys come over. Um, nobody, nobody's been seen other than David and Waba and Waba tonight, 20 minutes for this team, 20 minutes, six points, five boards, uh, one of two from the field, four or four from the free throw stripe, not like earth shattering minutes by any means, but unless he's doing like an extended audition as trade bait for other people across the league, or uh, I don't know. But it seems like there's something there. I thought maybe Marquise Chris had a shot given the position that he plays. But like, I also 
fully understand all the concerns around uh, Marquise Chris in your locker room and why that may not be a good thing, but maybe Inwaba's the one. Maybe he's going to be the one that emerges from training camp and sticks on this roster based off what we've seen and how much they've played him. I would not be surprised. Do I think it's any sort of impact on this team? No, I do not. Um, I hope he's not getting 20 minutes in a regular season game because I'd much rather see that minute distribution go to one of the young guys that you can develop. But I think it's interesting, and I think it's worth keeping an eye on as this team continues throughout the preseason. Last of my five big things tonight, we got an extended look at Jay Will. Jalen Williams, the Arkansas Jalen Williams, 26 minutes tonight, four points, 12 rebounds, six assists, one steal, and one block. Really well-rounded stat sheet from Jay Will tonight. I think um, it's it's exciting to see him get some actual minutes. Obviously, the situation, um, the situation tonight really had a lot to do with that, but I liked how he was able to find people. Uh, the six assists was impressive. The 12 rebounds is really nice. Do I think that, you know, he's going to be some crucial rotation player for the Thunder this season? No. But tonight was probably the first time that it was like, okay, like I kind of see what he's bringing to the table for this team. I see why they drafted him where they drafted him. Whereas up to this point, it felt pretty bland and felt kind of like a strange pick, if I'm being honest. Tonight, you started to see maybe a little bit of, of what he can bring to the table. And it's that same mold that we're seeing from a lot of guys, the Thunder bringing in to, to the team and to the roster at this time, which is they're a playmaker. Everyone on this team can make stuff happen. They can facilitate. Just like we were talking about with Poku a moment ago. Doesn't matter how big you are. Doesn't matter what position you play one through five. To be on this Thunder team, it seems like playmaking is a prerequisite. And Jay Will, six assists tonight, he showed that he can do that. He's a big that can make stuff happen. He's not a big that you're going to feed in the post with back to the basket and just let him go to work. That's not the type of player the Thunder are really looking for. They're looking for guys that can, can move the ball around and keep the ball moving and set guys up and keep things fluid. And I think that it's really exciting to kind of start to envision what a team could look like where everybody one through five has that ability. It's a, it's a very interesting and I think unique archetype for building a team that Sam Presti is putting together. And so, 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 so different than what he put together the first time where that was obviously not the philosophy, but I think it's, it's a very interesting and, and promising way to craft a team. And even guys like Jay will further down the rotation, probably not heavy minutes guys like that philosophy still extends to them, which I think is super cool. It's not like, all right, these are our core guys that have X, Y, and Z characteristics. And then we're just going to kind of fill out around them. Like there's a very intentional team crafting process happening where everybody is kind of being evaluated through that lens. And Jay will, Jay will fits that mold. Um, I think, 
you know, guy that didn't play tonight, Usman Jang. I think we've seen a little bit from him and how like, you know, he's got that really big frame, but he's more fluid like a guard and has a different skill set than maybe you'd expect from somebody that's six foot 11. I think that that's really exciting. The biggest thing that I take away from, from building a team that way and from watching this team tonight um, is I really want to watch Chet play basketball. It's like beating a dead horse at this point. Um, but every time I watch this team in the preseason so far, it's like twisting the knife, knowing that Chet is not out there. Josh Giddy threw an oop to Baisley that he couldn't finish. And all I could think was, what if that was Chet Holmgren on the other end of that oop instead of Darius Baisley? You think about all the playmaking ability, and Chet has playmaking ability in his own right. Don't get me wrong. He's more than just a finisher, but what he can bring as the finisher to this team with that much playmaking ability, Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. That's so exciting. That's so exciting to kind of fantasize about and more importantly, look forward to because it's not just like an abstract fantasy like I have about Victor Wimbanyama. It, it's coming. Chet will be on this team eventually well further away than we'd hoped obviously but I think you can start to see the vision of what this team really could be you start to see what this team could look like in a couple years when you start to picture Chet Holmgren out on the floor with everybody else those are my five big takeaways we didn't talk about Josh Giddy, but uh, again I do think a uh, super cool experience for him tonight getting to play against his old team he got to reconnect with some guys um got to put on a little bit of a show not not a big spurt from Josh Giddy tonight 20 points or sorry 20 minutes 10 points five boards six assists um just what we've come to expect like you know if he had really played a normal rotation like probably another triple double but like that's kind of just what he does now um i'm very very excited to watch josh giddy as we head into the regular season because everything we've seen from him over the summer and in preseason has been very very encouraging so after my five things i want to get into my player of the game you can probably guess it trey effing man i can't wait I can't wait for just like unsolicited uh, extended minutes from Trey man this season. The man was on fire. Uh, I ranked top five mans. Got to go bat number one. Trey probably gets number two. I'm putting Spider-Man number three, no matter what the wash says to me on Twitter. Superman gets four. Iron Man at five. It's good company for Trey man. Uh, maybe there's a t-shirt idea in there as well. But Trey, man, like I said, if you miss the game tonight, do yourself a favor, uh, pour yourself a glass of wine, turn the fireplace on, get cozy and watch some Trey man highlights from tonight. You will not regret it. And I also have to, I have to mention like maybe a one B on player of the game. Lindy waters, Lindy waters is doing his best Trey man impression tonight. He had 23 points on six of nine from behind the arc. I feel like any other game, we're probably talking about Trey Mann a lot more, or we're probably talking about Lindy Waters a lot more, but because of Trey Mann, uh, we spend all the time talking about Trey Mann. But Lindy Waters, um, continuing to do what Lindy Waters does, which is make a lot of three-pointers. And obviously, you know, his situation, very different than Trey Mann's situation. I think his role on this team, very different than Trey Mann's role on this team. But 
if you can hit six of nine from behind the arc with any relative consistency, you're going to be in the NBA. You're going to find a hat. You're going to find a home on an NBA roster for a very long time. So shout out to Lindy waters continuing to, to show what he's got. And I think, you know, put, put his, his name in the hat to, to make a roster and really potentially contribute something to the NBA. Really cool, really cool, especially given the hometown story and all that. Uh, you love to see it. We're gonna dive into some Twitter questions and chat comments. So if you have any com- questions that you haven't gotten to yet, drop them in the chat now. Um, I'm gonna start combing through them, see what we have to go with. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, there's a lot of people in the stream tonight. Hopefully, some of you in Australia. Um, enjoying your Friday morning slash afternoon. Um, let's see. We have Kamel from France. What about Victor, Chet, Josh, SGA, and Dort? God bless America. Can you imagine just like the thought of Chet and Wimbenyama on the court together at the same time is absurd. Like what would any NBA team do against that? And then, oh, you can just casually throw Poku out there, who is another seven-footer, like three seven-footers on the floor at the same time that can all do things that no seven-footer should be able to do. That's the stuff dreams are made of, Kamel. Uh, Thank you for causing me to think about that because uh, I'm probably not going to be able to sleep tonight now. Um, After watching these G League Ignite games, I can't can't get the fantasy out of my head. I'm ready to um, let uh omarui play 48 minutes a night to get uh wimbin yama i'm 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 there right now amen a says we are officially better than the suns nba teams are monitoring the devin booker situation in phoenix i love it i love a good shot at the the national media that clearly has no idea what's happening in oklahoma city but they'll find out soon enough we have let's see here we have another comment from Hustle on D. He says, the thing is, this is who Trey is. He gets hot like this a bunch. A great point. Trey man, uh, going back to his Florida days, he's a microwave scorer. Um, I think what was cool tonight is it wasn't like a quick hit. I'm going to hit three threes in a row. It was all game. Like from the get go at the beginning of the game through the second he sat down for the last time on fire, on fire. And you love it. Kamel brings up again. Um, everybody loved the Trey Superman show on offense, but what about his D and his passing? He was complete. Trey man's eating his broccoli. He is not just an offensive threat with no defense. Like a lot of guys in the NBA are like a lot of past thunder players have been. Trey is being disciplined about his defense and that makes it so much easier to play him. I think that goes along with, you know, what we're seeing about the playmaking ability on one side of the ball. I think uh, an intentionality on defense and an attention to detail on defense is another very important part of um, what this Thunder 2.0 team is going to look like. Douglas Huston says it's going to be amazing when Chet and Poku play at the same time. What's really interesting to me when thinking about how Poku started the first two preseason games, again, I know he didn't tonight, but Poku could absolutely start next to Chet. And again, that's just nonsense for opposing defensive teams. Like there's not 
a ton of teams that would know what to do. Obviously, like the Thunder's opening night opponent, Minnesota Timberwolves, probably pretty well equipped to handle something like that, but not a, not most teams. And it, it's really interesting after we've seen, you know, the rise of small ball. Like, what if we just throw two seven foot freaks out there? I don't know. Let's see what happens. Uh, very, very exciting to think about. Last but not least, we have Asher in the chat saying, is OKC too talented to tank this year? This is going to be a very interesting discussion point as the season goes on. Um, I think they're probably too talented to bottom out. Like, I don't think they're going to have the worst record in the NBA or probably the second worst, probably the third worst. Like, I think maybe as we start getting up to like five, six, seven, that area feels potentially attainable. You have to remember this team doesn't have a center. This seems also extremely young. As exciting as it can be to watch Trey Mann do what he did tonight, he's also going to have nights where he goes one of 11. And he's probably going to have those somewhat frequently because he's in his second year. And most of these guys are probably should be in college, uh, but I think you're going to see those ups and downs and inconsistencies, and that's just part of the journey. This team's going to lose a lot of games, not because they're not talented, but just because they're young. But I think, uh, as for me... <laughs> I'm like full steam ahead, man. Pull whatever lever you need to pull. I've seen enough of Victor Wimbanyama to know that like, I don't know. I don't care. I don't, I don't care what happens the next nine months. He's worth it. He's worth going for it. Um, if somebody needs to go like Nancy Kerrigan, the Thunder locker room, let's have that discussion, man. It might be worth it. Who knows? Who's to say? Uh, for now, all we can do is fantasize and dream about what it could look like the day that uh, Victor Wimbanyama potentially, maybe, possibly joins the Thunder. But for now, this Thunder team's a lot of fun. Uh, though we're super bummed about Chet not playing this season. Through the preseason so far, I think there's a lot of positives, a lot of things we can look forward to, a lot of fun moments that we're going to have this season. Uh, it's not a lost season. It's not going to be a disappointment. There's a lot of fun things ahead for this Thunder team. In the immediate future... They're going to play Maccabee Ra'anana. I probably butchered that, but Sunday at 6 p.m., another international team comes to town. Before Tuesday, they head to Detroit to play the Pistons, and Thursday, they close out the preseason at the San Antonio Spurs. And then it's the real deal. We're so close. Real basketball is so close. We're going to be with you through it all, so make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on YouTube, all the social medias at the under at the underscore uncontested. This Sunday, our group show. Make sure to tune in for that. It's our annual bets podcast where we make some bold predictions and we have some uh, spicy bet payoffs to back it up. You're not going to want to miss it. It's a lot of fun every year, so check that out. Sunday at 9 p.m. Central. That'll do it tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us on Twitter during the game. Hope you all have a great weekend. And until next time, Thunder Up. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.